Hi, welcome to On The Daily Season 2, a podcast focusing on authentic and acoustic entrepreneurship. My name is Danielle McCleary. I am your host. Y'all, I just left a nine-year fitness career to pursue full-time entrepreneurship, so I am in the trenches with you, but I got big dreams of being a millionaire and helping other people to become millionaires as well. So together, we're going from stuck to unstoppable, and I'm so excited that you're here for this ride. Let's freaking go. Hello. Welcome back to On The Daily. Today's episode is with my dear friend, Ilaria Reed. She is a multi-passionate entrepreneur in the feminine coaching space. She has created her own course um, called The Conscious Hustle, which we're going to talk all about on this episode. Um, One of my favorite things about this episode is that her and I just speak so similarly about um, this this hustle culture that everyone is so um, enthralled by these days. And I think in this episode, we really break down what it means to be an entrepreneur, what it really means to be in touch with your feminine energy um, and your masculine, masculine energy. And Alaria just speaks with so much wisdom and so much soul. She and I met through the same network marketing company, she has since left that network marketing company to pursue her own passions. And there's just something about a human that is so in alignment with who they are and where they're going. And she is a perfect example of that. And I just know that if you are in the entrepreneurial space, if you're trying to grow a brand, if you're trying to grow a business, if you are exhausted because of this hustle culture mentality that plagues the planet, Um, this is going to be a really amazing uh, episode for you to hear. So if you are new to the podcast, if Alaria brought you here, welcome to the show. Uh, My name is Danielle McCleary and I'm your host and uh, I'm really excited that you're here. I'm also really grateful that you're taking time out of your day to hear this podcast. Um, If you're back, welcome back. Thank you so much for your continued support. Any of our episodes, obviously we're in season two, but any episode you want to listen to is not in sequential order. So you can pick any episode and dive in. And you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you love what you hear, give us a five-star review, write us a rating, or write us a, give us a five-star rating and write us a review. Say that 10 times fast. We love to hear from you. I'm Danielle underscore on the daily on Instagram. And uh, the podcast is at on the daily pod. Uh, slide into the DMs. Let us know what you love. Let us know who, what you want to hear more of, uh, who, what guests we should bring on to the show, what topics we should cover, all that jazz. Uh, Without further ado, here's our episode with Alaria. On the Daily Family, we have a treat in the house today. This is Alaria Reed. Hi, honey. So good to see you. Hello. I'm so excited to be here. I can't believe we're finally doing this. I feel like there's like people. So you, I mean, the way that her and I know each other is because she um, previously worked with the same network marketing company that I currently work with. And um, we have known each other on Instagram and like through the business for so long, but this is like really one of the very, like, I mean, maybe a couple other times, but this is one of the first times we're actually like having a face-to-face conversation. So yeah. so. I'm so pumped that you're it here. Feels, it feels at home though. You know, I feel like we've had this like, you know, quantum connection with each other that's unspoken, but we always kind of knew. And so here we are. Yeah, here we are. So you have had quite the year. 
I would say. It's been really fun. And I'm not going to tell your story for you. I'm going to let (laughs) you do it. Um, But I just want to know, like, how are you feeling? Like where you've come from, where you're going? Like, how is life for you right now? Oh my gosh. Life is, I think a really great word would be exquisite. Like life is just exquisite. It is grand. It is what life gets to be, you know? And so it just, it's, it's so good, you know, and I'm not, there's no fluff to that. You know, a year ago, I might've looked at someone who's using the descriptor words I am using and said, yeah, but, but what else? But, 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 but no, you know, yeah, it's just, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. So you were a network marketing professional. You yes. still kind of are. You're just not partnered <laughs> with a brand right now, right? Yes. You, uh, I am the brand. <laughs> yep. You, you made it to the top 2% of your network marketing company and that kind of set you on a different path. Tell us about that. Yeah. So I was in network marketing and I, that network marketing was my kind of first intro into the online entrepreneurial world. And, you know, while I was with the company, I thought there was no way I could ever do anything else. (laughs) I absolutely loved it. Um, My favorite part of network marketing is the coaching, you know, was the, oh my gosh, I have this team they have fears, they have doubts, they have goals, they have dreams. And they're looking to me as this like being to help them transform their life. Oh my gosh. Yes. Let's do all the things. Let's do it. And I loved that. I absolutely loved that. How I kind of shifted out of network marketing and why I kind of shifted out of it was I started to feel like I was being put in this box. You know, I would, I am someone, and this is maybe an area where Danielle and I connect, we connect so much is, you know, I'm someone who is just going to do what I'm going to do. Not because I'm trying to rebel, but just because it's who I am and it feels, you know, it's not genuine to do anything different. And so there would be always been like that, you know, yes, but I wasn't attuned to it until I would say the last couple of years. Um, I always kind of, you know, I was the kid who my mom wouldn't have to ask me, Oh, did you do your homework or apply for college or this, that, and the other, I I would already have done it. You know, I, I just kind of led my own life, you know, And I think it's because, you know, we don't have to get too much into this, but my mom uh, was a single mom for pretty much until I was in high school and she led led her own life, you know, and, and I just saw that and that's what I was used to. And so I led my own life too. And, you know, there's, there's other things that can attribute to that, but yeah. So I just kind of led my own business. I led my own life. I did things in a way that made sense to me. Um, I, I, and some people, you know, didn't like that or weren't comfortable with that. And it felt like I was being put in a box. And so I had actually searched for some, some leadership, like not that the leadership wasn't there, but I just wanted leadership that was more aligned to kind of how I was doing things. And so I found this amazing woman, I signed up for her course and it 
completely transformed me. Like it transformed me as a human, but the most important part is it transformed me outside of my business. It transformed Melissa Martin. Yes. (laughs) Melissa Martin. Okay. Yes. Melissa Martin. Melissa Martin. We can name drop her all day long. She's a legend (laughs) around these parts. (laughs) Melissa Martin has become such an amazing friend and yeah, the, at the Melissa Martin, she's the best, but I took her course and it transformed me as a human being, like outside of my business. And it really allowed me to kind of like take a step back and look at my life and look at my business and look at, you know, what was truly making me happy, what I truly wanted. And it almost gave me permission to, you know, do things the way that I wanted to do them and not feel like I should have to do it any other way other than exactly what was coming through for me, you know, through my intuition, through desire, through pleasure, Mm -hmm. just so important. And, you know, in that, I kind of brought that into my network marketing business, but I I felt like there was a sort of wall. I was feeling this desire to help people on a larger scale, right? Like Mm -hmm. not just my team. Like you, for example, you have this podcast and it's so beautiful because it can just touch way more people than like your team. Right. And so I started to have that feeling within myself and I was looking at Melissa Martin and, you know, in following her and watching her journey, of course, that brought me into the world of other coaches in the space and was like, Whoa. And at the same time, you know, I was telling you, I was kind of going through this spiritual awakening, if you will. Um, and just realizing some things about myself and realizing some things about the world and what I liked, what I didn't like, what I wanted to do, what I didn't want to do. And it got to this point where I couldn't ignore it. It was like, once you go down a path where you're unaligned and you're not, you know, living your soul's purpose and and living through desire and choice and in fulfillment and happiness, it's like you, you can't unsee it. And some people will choose to stick with it for There's so many different reasons that we could get into. And some people will make the difficult decision to either leave a relationship or quit a job or, you know, put a boundary there with a family member or a friend to, you know, kind of go down this path that is more aligned to who they are as a human being to their soul. Crazy. You mentioned this and isn't it crazy that sometimes like making that choice to leave something, because I experienced this when I left SoulCycle recently, like making the choice to leave something because it's not like, you know, that it's not where you're going doesn't mean that you like are no, like I was, I, there were still parts of me that were very aligned to that career. Like I loved teaching classes. I loved being in that room. I loved being with my writers. I loved like the music and the court. Like I loved all of that. It was just overall, you could feel, I could feel it that it wasn't where I was going. And I think sometimes people feel like in order to leave something or switch directions or pivot, and maybe this is in leadership and business, maybe it's like with a relationship, a friendship, like, like you said, maybe it could be with anything. I think people stay in things longer than they should because they're like, well, I still really like this. It's not terrible yet. Mm-hmm. It's not ter- like yet. What happened to leaving things with reverence and like leaving things with gratitude? Like I'm so grateful that I left Soul Cycle when I did because I could feel that if I kept going down this path, I would absolutely resent it. And I did not want to leave with resentment, something that I had been building and cultivated relationship with for nine years. Yeah. 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 That's so good that you brought that up because I think that's what I was struggling with for a while is I kept telling myself, but 
but I love my team, but you know, maybe it'll get better, but maybe I'm in a phase, maybe this, maybe this, maybe this, when down, it was, it was time, it was time. And this happened shortly after, you know, I had left network marketing. It's like, once you make a move in one direction towards, you know, living a more fulfilled, happy, aligned life. Once you make one move, it sort of illuminates all of the other snowball. Yeah. 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 Like, okay, here we go. We're (laughs) we're moving. And it's, you know, you can be unhappy, but still be comfortable. And I think that's, you know, where a lot of people continue in jobs, in relationships, in friendships, in cities, even that aren't aligned to where they're going, but it's, you know, I'm comfortable. I'm not, it's not like so terrible. I could think of all the reasons why I should stay. Right. We talk ourselves, you know, into staying, but like that little piece inside of us that at the end of the day, we can't stop thinking about it at the end of the day, it keeps coming up. You know, it's a cycle. It's a pattern that's telling us something. And when we listen to that intuition, it will never steer us in the wrong direction. It might be uncomfortable for a little bit, right? Cause this is our normal right now, but it, it's never going to lead you astray. It never will. It absolutely never will. No. And there's like a, there's that, like the universe has your back, like trust the universe. I think that's like what we're both touching on right now. There's, I think when we start to live our life more in alignment with who we are and where we're going, all of a sudden, like it opens up. Right. So it's, and I think it's crazy. I mean, but it's scary. I, I totally, I mean, listen, if you're listening out there and you are, if we are tugging on your heart right now and you know, like there's something you're thinking of where you're like, Oh, I really need to leave that thing, but I can't. And they're talking right to me. I can't tell you and Alaria can't tell you like neither one of us can tell you when is the right time to leave something that is no longer like your path. All I can say is when you know, you know. Yes. And do you like, would you agree with that? Like there was no question. Like I knew as soon as I knew that I was no longer supposed to stay at, in Seoul, like that was it. Like I, I knew that that's what needed to happen. And it was really just a matter of when am I going to trust myself enough Yes. And I think something that's really important is allowing yourself to like fully be in the process. So with my network marketing business, it wasn't like when I decided to leave was the first time I had that thought. That was probably the, you know, 36th time that I had that thought. So we are human. We have a human body. We have a human brain. And so uh, like allow yourself to have those moments of uncertainty of questioning. Oftentimes we, we just don't even want to ask ourselves. you know, it, we, we just avoid, let's say you're in a relationship. When the question pops in your mind of, is this the person I'm meant to be with? That can be scary because it means there's some doubt. And then we just ignore it. We ignore it. We ignore it. We ignore it, but mm-hmm. like sit in the doubt for a moment. Like, yeah like allow yourself to just feel the uncertainty because that's actually where the answer lies. And the more you can like really feel and, and um, hone in on what is coming up for you in your life and in the areas you may be kind of unaligned, the more you can sit in that feeling and actually allow yourself to process it. 
it'll be really more, it'll become more clear what the actual best decision for you is because you already know, but unless you sit with it, it's never going to come to the surface until it gets like really bad. Right. And then it's like, well, then we're unhappy and all of these things. And so when those feelings come up, right, like Danielle said, we can't like tell you when the right time is, you will know, but that that time of knowing will come to you a lot sooner and with a lot more clarity when you can allow yourself to actually feel the uncomfortable emotions that are coming up. Yeah. Like that heartbreak. Because if you, anything you did that was worth doing is going to hurt to leave. It's going to feel like a breakup, right? Like I felt this when I left my marriage. I felt this when I left the relationship with my son's dad. Like we had just had this beautiful child, right? Like, which obviously the person I was married to was not my son's dad. It was a different relationship. So we'll just talk about my son's dad for a second. But when I left that relationship, I was so sad because I, I, it was a, it was the end of something, something that mattered, something that was important, something that quite literally created life. And, you know, there is a, there is a a certain amount of, um, like breaking you have to do and purging. And I think that we, I think as humans, especially in business, we confuse that, that heartbreak, that moment of uncomfortable, right? We confuse that with, oh no, I meant to, I meant to stay here. Mm-hmm. Like, no, maybe, maybe that could be for you. But I think most of the time, those feelings are really just you going through the motions of, letting go of something to, yes. to make room for something else. Right. Yes. A piggyback that's coming through in, in this whole conversation is that we live in a world where success and, you know, something being worthwhile is, is the measurement for that is longevity. Like mm-hmm. the measurement of a successful career is how long you were there. The measurement of a successful relationship is how long you've been married. And so there's a belief there that if it's not serving you and I'm, that's one of the things I'm really, really big on in my business. And when I coach women is, is rewiring beliefs that aren't serving you because we get to choose what we believe. And so I started to rewire the belief that, hold on a minute, you know, my success is not determined by how long I am with this network marketing company. My worth is not determined by how long I'm in this situation. If my body is clearly giving me the signal that, Hey, maybe it's time to jump ship and go find another ship that feels better. You know, my worth isn't determined in the the small amount of time that I did that thing or was with that a failure. Yeah. It doesn't make you a failure because you jumped ship, right? Like I think, I think I relate to this in a way like I, so there's like different levels of instructor at SoulCycle, just like there's different levels of management in a network marketing company. Mm -hmm. And you and I are actually really similar. I left soul cycle before I was considered a senior instructor and there was like master instructor. Right. And I could go in on this all day. Like I should have been promoted to master instructor three years ago, but like, it is what it is. Like life happens the way it happens. And who knows, maybe if they would have, maybe I wouldn't have left because I would have been like, Oh, but like the money's sweet, you know, like we're good. So like everything happens for a reason, I think, but it's like, there's that that thing in the back of your head, like you left network marketing before, like right before you reached the very top. And it's like, you get into this headspace of, oh, but that means I'm a failure. That means I, I quit. Right. And, And sure. 
I quit. I physically quit my job. I turned in a two weeks and I quit my job. You quit your network marketing business, but that does not make you a quitter. Yes. Thank you for saying that. That's so right. true. But yeah. I mean, I hope everybody's hearing that because I think off, I think this is so true for so many people are listening to this right now. I know it and being like, oh my gosh, because we've all been in a situation where we didn't leave something because we didn't want to be viewed as a failure or a quitter. But failing doesn't make you a failure. It makes you more wise to fail next time. That is a quote from Taylor Swift herself. <laughs> I didn't even listen to Taylor Swift, but I like heard this interview with her and she said that one time and I was like, brilliant. I'm going to use that. <laughs> But it's like, and then quitting something doesn't make you a quitter. It just means you're making space for something. Yes. And you're such a person. And I want you to touch on this. You're such, you're so into alignment. Like alignment is like, I feel like I, whenever I think of you, I think of alignment and I think of just, cause it's something that you're so passionate about. And, yeah. I, and just watching your journey, it looks like it's something that you've really had to hit head on over the last year. So oh. Talk about that. Talk about living. Like, what does it feel like now? Cause you, which we're going to talk all about your coaching business, but I want to hear, like, I want you to talk about like, what does it feel like to be fully, fully entrepreneur living your life and your business in alignment? Like talk about that. So first thing that I want to make really clear is alignment is not this like destination. It's almost a commitment. It's a commitment to, um, your higher self, to your desire, to your soul. Uh, I actually was just on a coaching call with a client about this. And she was saying how, you know, it's hard for her to stay disciplined. And for whoever's listening, I want you to rewire your brain's definition of discipline to devotion to your higher self. Like when you are truly disciplined, you are devoted to your higher self and it, it shouldn't feel like this icky thing that you have to do. And so that matters me saying that in terms of alignment, because alignment is not this, okay, I'm all of a sudden I'm aligned. Things are great. You know, no, we are human. We're evolving. We're constantly changing. And so alignment is more this, um, devotion, this discipline mm -hmm. to your higher self and constantly having awareness around you as an individual mm -hmm. in terms of what feels good, what doesn't feel good. Um, you know, what is a full body? Yes. What is a no, what is not serving you? What is, what do you get to put a boundary on to help you, you know, grow as an individual to help you step into more of your purpose. And so, gosh, what alignment feels like is certainty. It's mm -hmm. certainty. It's not, I, I, you know, if you're, if you're listening to this and you're questioning, you know, how do I know if I'm unaligned, you're probably unaligned with something in your life, because when you are aligned, you don't wonder what areas, you know, am I supposed to be with this person? Am I supposed to be with this job? When you're in alignment, you know, and alignment isn't you knowing, yes, this is the person I'm supposed to be with. Alignment is you having the under understanding whether or not they are. So if mm -hmm. someone who is not able to kind of take a bird's eye view, look at their life and be the CEO of their life and say, and really radically, honestly, <laughs> ask yourself the hard questions. If you're kind of living through life on a conveyor belt, you know, just doing the things that you're doing just because it's what you do, mm. are you really aligned, right? Alignment is when you can ask yourself 
the hard questions. Alignment is when you can look fear in the face and kind of figure out where that's actually coming from. Alignment is when you can have a conversation with someone that doesn't necessarily feel good and then go and set the boundary for next time. Alignment is when you are fully aware of your everyday and making conscious decisions in a way that is devoted to your higher self and to your desires. And now there's so much more into that, right? So it's like, okay, well, how do I do this? How do I do that? How do I do that? That's you know, different, but alignment is just truly this state of being where you are constantly honoring what it is that you want, where you're constantly honoring, you know, what's coming through your intuition. You're honoring that you're devoted to that. Um, You're disciplined in your devotion to who you are and that's alignment. And sometimes it's messy, you know, but it's, yeah, it's not like this. And I feel like it's really important to say this. It's not this blissful all the time moment. Sometimes I have days where I completely doubt myself, but I'm aligned in the way that I allow myself to feel it. I allow mm-hmm. myself to kind of work through that and, and really look, look at that in the mirror. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you said something a couple weeks ago on your Instagram and it was like, you said devotion is the most underrated business strategy. Did yes. I say that right? Yes. Devotion is the most underrated business strategy. And you've just mentioned that word a lot. And I, I think it's like, that is so powerful. And I actually did like a solo episode on just that quote. I listened to it. It was so I did a solo episode on that quote alone because I said, that is it. I think that we are so quick as humans. And I think especially leaving a global pandemic, like coming out of a global pandemic when everybody was just made to feel like they couldn't, you know, like there was just mm-hmm. this like universal cloud over possibility and ambition. And it just kind of came into this like this. Everybody just had this uh, feeling. Right. Mm-hmm. And. And what has now transpired because of that is people are quick to leave when it gets uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And you say it's because there's a lack of devotion and they're not putting, people are not putting enough power over the devotion they have to their higher self, to their business. So talk about that in terms of business. Like what have you found? Because you're you're very devoted to what you're doing now. It's so clear. You, everybody can, I mean, if you're listening, you know what I'm talking about. You can hear it in your voice. Like you're so passionate and committed to what you're doing and what your mission is, but where do you, what, like, what do you think that's about? Like talk about that lack of devotion and how you've like overcome that in your life a little bit. So And there's a difference too, because I don't want anyone listening to think that their feelings of unalignment to what they're doing right now just need, just means that they're not, they need to be more devoted. You know, there's a difference. You can, you, you know, if what you're doing really isn't for you, because here's what devotion really is. I love my business. I love what I do. My business is an extension of the work that I do for myself. And I get to bring that out into the world. And that doesn't mean that every day is amazing. I have days where, you know, I, I question my sanity. I have days where I'm like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I have days where I, you know, I don't want to talk to a single soul. I have days where, you know, I have days, I have days, I have days. We all have days. And the devotion piece is allowing yourself to live through that. The devotion is knowing that this is part of my business. A successful business is not equivalent to, 
you know, the state of bliss and this, I'm having success every day. Devotion is more so you're really, really, really clear on where you're going. You're really clear on your message. You're really clear on what this is bringing to the world. You're very, very clear on, and, and this is something I talk about in almost all of my coaching containers. It is crucial for you as a human being who wants to be aligned in your life to get very clear on who you are, what it is that you do, where it is that you're going, what it is you stand for, and who you stand for. And who you stand for is a combination of those four. Who you are, what you do, where you're going, what you stand for will show you who you stand for. And I I mean, I journal about that all the time. And so devotion is I'm having the hard day. Devotion is, you know, I'm on the first day of my cycle and I just want to like rip my room to shreds and like break up with the world. Devotion is- cry in my bed with a blanket. Thank you so much. I don't want to talk to you about your issues. Yes. And devotion is knowing that those moments don't define like whether or not my business is successful, whether or not I'm worthy of success. Devotion is- having those days and holding them tightly and loving them and knowing that this, this is part of it. Like this, the doubt, those of you listening, because we all have doubt, we all have fears, the doubt you feel in your life and about your business, the, the, the fears you have about making that next step about maybe saying that thing that you actually do want to say in your Instagram caption. If you're on Instagram, all of these fears, these doubt, these uncertainties, like Devotion is knowing that that is actually part of it. Like that is part of it. And let me allow myself to bring all of that into my business because it's a, it's a switch. You get to switch instead of having those moments and wondering if you're ever going to be successful, have those moments and allow yourself to know that working through them is what's going to bring you success. Like be devoted to the good days, but also the ones that maybe you're like questioning everything. Like move through that because then you're, you know, in a couple of months, let's say I'm using this example because I'm in the coaching world. Let's say I have someone that comes to me and they're like, Alaria, you know, I'm dealing with this fear. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Well, it's your lucky day because I had the same day three weeks ago. Let's go. Let's move through this. Right. I'm devoted to that. I'm devoted to all parts of me as a human being and bringing that into my business long-term. And I'm very clear on where I'm going, right? I'm very clear on where I'm going. And I know that the quote unquote bad days are just part of it. They're just part of it. Right. And then it's like all of these conversations you're having, either whether they be with yourself or with a client, right. Or with your mentor, because that's something I do want to touch on is like leaders who have mentors because it's so underrated. Crucial. You are when you when you live your life with that level of devotion to what you're doing and trusting that like good and bad are going to happen and that's the dichotomy of life right like mm-hmm. you can't have the good without the dark you can't have the light without the dark that makes every conversation you have solution based yes <laughs> Right. I tell people all the time, if I'm coaching somebody, whether it be in my network marketing business or just, you know, in general, I, I always say to people, like, I will hear your problem once, one time, like you Mm -hmm. get to, you get to dish and just like, let it out on me one time. And then every conversation we have after that is going to be solution based. And I do the same thing with my son and Breezy and I do the same thing in our relationship, but that's just an example, right? Like that's, that's that alignment we're talking about when everything you do is toward this mission of like 
where you're going, mm-hmm. then like the downs don't hit you as hard. Like I, I think, I think like, I think in network marketing, you can talk to any network marketer right now in the world. And just like every industry in the world, everybody experiences dips. Like that's normal. Ooh. That is business. You were going to have bad months in business. And if you didn't, then you would not be growing as a leader, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, right? You would not be growing. And we get to this, I've seen it happen so many times. And maybe you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, this is me. She's talking to me. Maybe you've had a bad month in business and you've gone, oh, I don't think this is for me. I got to go. You know, up, got to quit because I didn't have record breaking sales this month in my business. Well, guess what, y'all? Like, welcome to the world of business. Welcome to a recession. Welcome to the highest inflation ever right? And like the, like in the longest time in, in my life, right? And welcome to the ebb and flow of entrepreneurial existence, right? Yeah. And not the, that's the devotion piece. It's that mm-hmm. I trust that this is normal. I trust that it's, it's okay because I know where I'm going and where yep. I'm going is not, is not like, it's not dependent on this hill or this valley, Yes. And and the more that you can move through those, those valleys, right. The more you can move through them and learn from them and heal from them. It's almost like this sounds so silly, but you probably get what I'm saying. When I say this, it's almost like you welcome them. It's totally. like, all right, here we go. Like whenever I have a valley, it's because my soul's like, all right, Alaria, all right, human body, like mm-hmm. We are on the edge of, I like to call them energetic checkpoints. You know, when you're in a video yes. game, you, in a video game, you die, you reach the checkpoint. It's like, well, now when you die, you're, you're not going to go backwards from that checkpoint. It's the same thing in life. When we reach new energetic checkpoints, it's like to reach the next one, we kind of have to die. And what I say, when I, what I mean, when I say die is not literally die, but we kind of have to have this like death and rebirth, like Scorpio vibe going on where something hits us and maybe we get to have a belief shift. Maybe we get to look at something that happened in our childhood. That's causing us to still have fear now and allow and and heal it. Right. That's the difference talking about. And when you do that, when you reach, when you, when you meet these valleys in your life, guess what, when you come out on the other side, you are at a new energetic checkpoint and that is your new baseline essentially. And this is growth. And uh, like, I'm just going to say this, and I know this to be true personally, like your business, people say you will never grow as much as your, your, you will, your business will never grow as much as you do. Okay. But like, let's look at that even deeper. This is what that means when you can move through your own valleys and when you can heal your own trauma and when you can shift your own beliefs and reach new energetic checkpoints in your own life, your business is going to be like an exact reflection of that. It it just, it's just a law of the universe. (laughs) Totally. Totally. And like, what I would say is like, if you do have a business out there, whether you work in network marketing, you're a coach, maybe you have like a brick and mortar, whatever it is, like any business owner listening to this right now, like think about your, the energy that you've been living your life with over the last almost two years. Are you still talking constantly about everything that's wrong in the world? And Mm -hmm you know, like being just down about, you know, oh, there's a pandemic or are the conversations solution based? This is the, like the conversations I've been having lately. And I was stuck in like a hole and actually my hole was never about the pandemic. 
my hole was about the fact that I was experiencing like the most grief in my life, like losing my dad was the world stopped. Like my, my whole world stopped. And how do you keep going? How, how, you know, I had that moment where I was like, how am I supposed to be a leader when I'm broken? How am I supposed to, and you, you judge yourself a little bit. And I think my takeaway is what that was me. That was a part of me dying. So I could reach that new energetic checkpoint because now I'm, I know what that feels like. I know where I've been and I'm not going back there and I can only build upon that. And so take a look at your business. And if you are, everybody's experiencing grief right now. Everybody, everybody's experience has experienced trauma in the last year, right? If you work in the network marketing industry, you know that at the beginning of 2020, most network marketing companies got hit with a hammer from the FTC, right? Like, you know that. And it to still be harping on that and blaming what's happening now on that Mm-hmm. That's not a solution-based conversation, mm-hmm. which means you're not devoted to where you're going. Yes. <laughs> all relative, right? It all comes back around. And you know what? And you know, this might be a tough pill to swallow, but sometimes you need to swallow those tough pills to get to get out to get over it. Is like there's a lot of victim mentality going on because you know what? Sometimes that's a safer space to sit in. Sometimes it's a lot more comfortable to actually still be sad. Some, you know, because mm-hmm. here's the thing we're, we're here and we're, you know, we're sad. We're, we've got this certain frame of mind about the way the world is. And sure, we may desire a world where there's more peace and there's more love and all of this. But what a lot of people fail to realize is that you are the creator of that world. And rather than like expecting your external world to shift, like when is the world going to change? When are things going to go back to normal? When is there going to be more love in the world? I'll be the first to tell you the people in my life, the people that I follow on Instagram, everyone is just, it's a different world, but I created that for myself. I look around the people around me and everyone is like, Oh, love and light. And you know, we have bad days, but like we're moving through them and all, all of the things, but But it's like, but that's, you created that. Yeah. Yes. And so many people will be like, Oh, well, you're just lucky. No, 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 no. This has nothing to do with luck. Like you can call us a lot of things, but this was choice. Like uh, one of the things people say to me all the time is how do you stay so motivated? How do you stay so positive all the time? How do you stay so, and I'm like, I'm not positive all the time. I'm optimistic all the time. Don't get it twisted. There are days that I will wake up and be like, I don't want to talk to a single person. And it usually happens after a big event. Like if I go away and I do like, if I have an event for my team or if there's something big that I do, I got to be alone for like three days. And that's my recharge, right? Like that's, I'm an introvert. And a lot of people assume that I'm an extrovert because I'm so outgoing, but you know, little do, I mean, we could go on about that all day. That's a whole different conversation (laughs) about what being an introvert and extrovert truly means. But that's the, that's the thing is like, I work very hard and you work very hard to create the existence that we are in. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, yes, of course. I wish there were things about the world that were more equitable and more, you know, I wish that like our government did things differently. I wish that like, they. I mean, that's a whole different conversation too. Like, of course I wish our government actually cared about us. Like who doesn't? However, 
what am I in control of? I'm in control of the way that I run my business. I'm in the control of the way that I, you know, or like the way that I interact with the relationships that I have. And Mm -hmm. so why am I going to sit around and just like talk about what I wish other people would do when I could do this for myself and my team and my business and where I'm going? And the more that we are all mirrors to each other, right? Like you are a mirror to me for what has been, what is, and what could be. And so sometimes you got to take a little bit of radical responsibility of your own life and really ask yourself is like, do I just, do I actually desire to feel this way? Like, do I actually desire to have on gray, foggy, murky colored glasses when I'm looking at the world? Like, what do I truly desire? And then start like imagining, imagine the way you wish you could be working your business and then like really anchor in and embody what that feels like. Embodiment is something I do in my coaching a lot, like embody that feeling, the essence of like, if you had that most, that ideal world, right? Those ideal friends, the ideal mindset, what what would it feel like to actually have that? And then recognize that feeling and look at the areas in your life of where maybe that doesn't match how that feels or, Ooh, if I make this decision, maybe it's a little bit scary, but it's going to bring me closer to feeling that feeling. It's going to bring me closer to having what I want. It's going to bring me closer to living in a reality that I actually enjoy living in. And the more that we can all do that, that's, that's what's actually going to change the world, right? Going back to, if we're truly mirrors of each other, because when, you know, for lack of a better term, when you and I are on our Instagram shining our light, what's that going to do for someone else? It's either going to mirror to them what currently is, what could be, or maybe what was in the past. And so it's going to allow other people to see, maybe be triggered at first, right? Like some people will be triggered in, oh my God, that's all fake. The world's not actually like that. It is, it can be, you can create that. Or what it's going to do is going to show someone it's possible, right? It's possible. I can make the choice. I can make the change. I can make the shift. And the more and more, more people can do that. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's where change actually lies. Mm-hmm. So as a coach, if I like, I'm going to give you a scenario and you can like mock coach the situation, which it's okay. not even a mock because there's <laughs> so many people like this. And if you're listening, you're you might be like this. And so let's like work through this a little bit, right? Let's say I'm a person who wants so badly to get back to normal, right? Like I want to get back to my life. I want to stop thinking about the pandemic. I want to stop being like, you know, stop the hate in the world. And, and I, I just want to feel good and I just want to have abundance and I want that business that I've always dreamed of. And I just want to get back to it. Right. And at the same time, I am constantly sharing things on social media and I'm going to use, I always use social, even though social media is like, I mean, it is what it is at this point, but for, for this, for the purpose of this, we're going to use social media. So, but at the same time on social media, all I'm doing is calling people out for doing or not doing something that I'm doing for, I'm, I'm constantly posting memes or resharing things that bring just like ucky feelings to your heart and soul. And I am starting fights with people in my Facebook messages, right? Mm -hmm. Like, what would you say to that person? So 
the whole maybe talking about other people on Instagram, on you know your Facebook. If you see someone that says something that you don't resonate with, right? Like it's you're quick to respond. Like you've got to share your input because your input is right. Uh, if you're quick to like, if someone says something a certain way, you feel that in your body, and it's like ah, like yeah, this role, yes. So. What that actually means is you ha- you actually aren't rooted in your belief. You actually don't fully believe your belief to be true because when you see and hear someone else saying something different, it's questioning your own re- reality. Ooh. And so there's some work that needs to be done there around what is your reality and what do you truly believe? I see it all the time. There will be something that is said in the news or some, some world event that happens. And, you know, it's like people will be going at it. And, and when that happens, it's because they're not rooted in what they truly believe. I don't speak out about a lot of my political beliefs and, so forth on social media, because I don't feel that is my soul's purpose. Mm-hmm. If anything, I am more rooted in what I believe by not speaking out um, because I don't have anything to convince or prove. Now, do I believe that there are people in the world that maybe their purpose is to share? Absolutely. And you can kind of feel that you can see that. And that's just not my purpose. Like the people and who so, are literally put here to wake people up. Like that's yes, their job. That's yes. Their job. Yes, absolutely. But, but, you know, when they share, they're not doing it in a, I'm right, you're wrong way. Like someone amazing I could think of is Lori Ladd. Like if Mm. like she is here on this earth to help people ascend and it's not in a shameful way, right? Like she's very, very rooted in her beliefs and she shares them. And it's just, it's it's a different energy. And so for someone, if you're listening to this, if you either know someone or you maybe sometimes feel the need to regurgitate like, and, and kind of word vomit your beliefs when another person's beliefs trigger you is maybe sit with your own beliefs and, and are you fully rooted in them? Do you fully believe that? Or like, is maybe there's some gray area there where maybe you actually don't fully know what you believe. Maybe there is some uncertainty in the way you've always known things to be true in your life and in the world, you know, maybe there's some inner work that gets to be done there. And for the other aspect of this question, like I I desire the world to go back to normal. I desire to be happy. I desire to have the business, blah, 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 blah. First things first, we can never go back to normal. Even if 2020 and 2021 weren't the years that they were, it's just the way time works. Like you can't go back to a state of being that you were before. We just happened to have a quantum leap in terms of change in the last couple of years. So it seems like we're being pulled out of our normal when in reality that's happening every year, just on a, in reality, I think we're yeah. more like we're being pushed instead of it. Like yeah. I always tell people that are like, I just want to go back to normal. I'm like, I say the same thing. I'm like, no, you can't go back to a state of being that's already passed. Normally that yeah. we get to be, we get to be like moved forward at like a happy pace that we don't really recognize in the immediate. Right. And what's happened is somebody has come up behind us and went, whoo, and like pushed yeah. us like really hard. And that's shocking. Yes, 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 yes. yes. It's just that you've moved forward quicker than maybe you want to. Absolutely. That's a really, really great, great visual. I just, that made me laugh because I got a visual of like this giant hand coming onto earth and being like, you guys are taking too long. (laughs) 
<laughs> we're going to do it for you. <laughs> so absolutely. And what I would say to that person is like, like first, and, and this is like with so much love, but I would just ask like, why, why are you focusing so much on that? Like, why is that such a focus, you know? Mm. And a lot of the reason why people are so focused externally is because then that takes the responsibility off of themselves. It takes the, you know, responsibility to take ownership of your own reality off of yourself. And rightfully so though, we live in a world, in a world where, you know, we are taught growing up that higher powers, and I'm not talking spiritual, I'm talking like government, right? Like those kind of higher powers and, you know, our teachers and everything outside of us knows what's best, right? We're not taught to trust, trust our intuition. Um, we're not taught to know, know what's best for us. We're constantly searching for external validation for like, okay, yeah, that, that is, that is the right decision because someone else said it was right. And so of course your reality is being rocked, right? Of course it's being rocked. And so what I would say to you is to like sit down one night (laughs) and this sounds really woo woo, but there's something to be said about journaling and journal out like exactly how you wish your life could be. Right. So if you wish your life could, your business could be like this and you wish you could be happy and you wish, you wish, you wish, okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's map out. How do you wish that it could be? How do you wish? What is the essence of your desire? Okay. You wish, you wish to make $10,000 a month in your business. Awesome. But why, what's that going to give you? Well, it's going to give me freedom. Okay. Awesome. So freedom is what you actually want. And let's start looking at your life today and where can we weave freedom into your life today? You know, maybe you, go take a solo trip to the beach one weekend, which is totally not what you would normally do, but what is it going to do? It's going to bring the essence of freedom into your life. And all of a sudden, when you can do this more and more and more and look at the essence of the things you desire that are so out of reach and, and start cultivating the essence of that desire in your every day-to-day mundane, right? So to speak life, oh my gosh, all of a sudden you have what you want. You have what you want. And then those really, really big things like $10,000 a month or your, your, your dream soulmate partner, um, your dream friend group, all of that will attract you in a much more beautiful and easeful way because you already match the energetic frequency that what you desire holds. And that, I mean, that's manifestation and that's a whole other thing, but that, that's what I would say. That's what I would say. I I love that so much. And I think you just nailed something on the head. Like one of the things you just said that really struck me was you said like, we're not taught to like look within ourselves. We're not taught Mm -hmm. to like trust our intuition. We're taught to like focus externally and like receive from outside of ourselves Mm -hmm. and, you know, be dictated to outside of ourselves. And I was like, in my, in that moment, I was like, oh my gosh, this is why entrepreneurship is so taboo. Because entrepreneurship is truly taking accountability for your own money-making potential, for your own leadership ability, for your own marketing ability, for your own brand ability, right? It's literally taking it on for yourself and not searching externally. You know, yes, of course, you're going to talk to investors. You're going to talk to brand partners. You're going to talk to clients. You're going to talk like, yes, there are external things. However, the success of that business or that idea or that brand or that whatever is personally driven. Yeah. Yes. That's why it's so taboo because we are not taught that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yep, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you can look back to when we're kids, you know, Um, you get allowance. If you do all your chores correctly, you get, you know, you want to go to theater school and film school and do the arts and you're told no, because that's not financially secure. And so uh, it's not like we don't have these desires. It's just that when they came up, throughout different areas of our life, childhood, young adult, even now, mm-hmm. we're, we, we are being told from the external world, no, for whatever reason, right? And so we subconsciously believe that, well, then our desires aren't trustworthy. Our desires aren't like, yeah. they're not right. Yes, they are, right? They <laughs> if are anything, right. it's the way, right? Just getting some Mandalorian in here. This is the way. <laughs> Literally imagine if everybody in the world woke up one day and went, oh, I, I can do this. I mean, that's, but people are, I mean, that is what's happening. So many people have left the job market. Like say it's like every, the, 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 the the catchphrase on the news right now is everybody's leaving the job market. Everybody's quitting their jobs. They're not quitting their jobs to do nothing. They realized over the last 18 months that the only there, no one's coming for them. Like nobody's coming to save them. And the mm-hmm. only way that they can truly feel secure is if they work for themselves. Like that's, that's what's happened. Like, you know, people, it's like, people are wanting options. They don't want, you know, it's like, I listen to, um, I don't know. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you follow Grant Cardone. Mm-hmm. He, so like one of the things I just did like a business intensive thing with him, like a boot camp thing. And one of the things he said was like, the biggest issue right now is that there's a lot of people out there that are having to make really tough decisions in their job because they have not given themselves the options to do anything else. And they're being told like what to do with their body. They're being told what to do with their money. And this has nothing to do with the thing that they're being asked to put in their body. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the fact that we are not taught to give ourselves options. We are taught to rely externally and Mm -hmm. people are starting to finally understand that like, you don't have to do that. Yeah. You don't have to do that. And these, these billionaires, these millionaires that we're taught to hate, even though they're not going anywhere, they literally like run everything, right? Like that's a whole, that's another whole other conversation. But like these, these people that that's what they're doing. They've figured that out. They don't rely on the government. They don't rely on external anything. They've relied on themselves and that's how they've gotten to where they are. And what, what, what the powers that be don't want us to understand is that that is possible for every person. That's why a lot of people are triggered by billionaires and super rich people. And there's this whole thing of like, no one should have that much money. Well, why, why, why is that the conversation? If anything, it's like people are are triggered by so many super, super rich people because um, that just means that it's possible for them too. It's possible for them too. And it's like people, a lot of people aren't willing to take that ownership over their own life and not saying you have to be a billionaire. That's just one example, but right. a lot of people aren't willing to kind of like look at their own life and say, oh, holy crap. Like I I'm capable. I'm capable. I might not know how I might not know what I'm going to do. I might not know what that looks like. I might not know. Right. And, and that's where a lot of people just stop. Well, since I don't know, I'm going to stay here like, what if, like, what if one of, one of the best ways to get over fear. And I talk about this too, is, you know, instead of saying like, well, I'm going to go be a millionaire now. Well, the little voice inside your head, the ego doesn't have proof and the ego needs proof. So it's constantly going to say, no, that's not possible. It's not possible. That's not possible. All the things mm-hmm. instead of 
saying, I'm going to go do this, like start really playing with the idea of like, well, what if I really, what if I did, what if it was possible? Right. And then those ideas start to come in. And when you open up that space of what if it opens up room for your higher self, for God to speak through you, for intuition to be like, here's, here's the way, here's what you're going to do. Like, this is what it is. We just got to be open to listening to that. Yeah. I mean, you just nailed it. Like that's it. That's, that is the thing. And I used to be like that. It's so crazy because you're saying this. And I remember when I was that person who was like, (laughs) yeah, why are there millionaires? Like screw Jeff Bezos. Like I always say, and then like you go through this awakening and you start to realize your own potential, God given universe, given potential. Right. And you go like, now I go, my, my conversation, my issue with Jeff Bezos is no longer the fact that he's rich. Like, like like I got other issues like that, somebody like that, but like, you know, it's like, I now go, why am I going to spend time bitching about like the fact that he's rich when instead my conversation should be, okay, well, how did he do that? Cause I'm going to go, I'm going to do that then. Like, cause the conversation, like we, we find it's like, you do something, what's the saying? Like you do it over and over again, expecting different results. That's the definition of crazy. Oh yeah. The definition of like insanity is doing something over and over expecting different results. Right. And every year, right. Every election cycle, every Every time anything big happens in the world, the conversation always comes back to like the masses of well, how do we tax more and how do we make sure that billionaires can exist and how do we do this when like the government knows that's never going to happen. That that's never going to happen. They know that, but like it's a it's a buzzword for the people for the, like the common the common person, right? And it's just it's like how many times are we going to have that conversation when what the conversation we could be having is okay, well, then if they're going to do that, then I'm going to go claim my piece of the pie because it's possible for me too. if I would just unlock that potential that exists inside of every single one of us. Yeah. And then there's a whole piece there that we don't have to get into around like desiring to be wealthy and the guilt around that and the shame around that is like something totally, I mean, we could have a whole like two hour long call. Yeah, we should, we should (laughs) definitely like, I decided I'm going to do a podcast episode with like the women that I feel are like the most gung-ho like the most positive about money you know and like really like I love talking to women who want to be just like pardon my French like really fucking rich like I I get off on that shit like (laughs) yes like I'm like Rihanna how she is just like yeah I'm a billion like she's so clear about who she is and like all these women like all these men and women that are just like yeah I'm rich like why is that so taboo Mm -hmm. I think I've always said like the people who if if I have that when I have that much money I'm gonna be able to give it away to more people Mm -hmm. right and that that I don't need the government telling me how to spend my money like I'll choose that Mm -hmm. because I'm gonna do good with it and I'm not saying everybody does good with their money but for the most part I think people do I think for the most part people that have a lot give a lot People always say it's not about the money, but it will always be about the money until you can make a decision that doesn't involve how much money you have. Like, period. True true time, true, true financial freedom is being able to live your life completely off of your passive income. And until you have that, like it's all, it's going to be about money, especially right now in times of inflation, you know, who inflation is never going to affect the rich. Exactly. They're not thinking about it. They're never Mm going to think about it. They don't need to think about it. So like, instead of bitching about the fact that they don't have to think about it, let's focus on how we don't have to, how we could get to a point where we don't have to think about it. Yep. 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 So I want to ask you one more question and then I want you to talk about your course. So you mentioned you had a coach. 
Yes. Her name was Miss Le- Melissa Martin. Yes. Talk about that for a little bit because I think sometimes we get to the point in leadership where we go, oh, I'm a leader now. And then our cup goes empty because you go like you're just giving, 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 giving. So mm-hmm. I want you to talk from your personal experience, the the absolute importance of leaders having coaches. Yes. Um, there's like a couple different things here. Number one though, is like you, and you mentioned filling your cup. That's, that's absolutely part of it. Like you need something to fill your cup and you need something to meet you at. We're going to bring this up again. You need someone who's going to meet you at your energetic checkpoint and, and help bring you to the next. And so when I hire coaches, you know, they're for different things. Like they're, they're for absolutely different things. Uh, this summer I worked with a woman and the entire program was all around money and like guilt and shame and all of that. And so, Oh, it changed my life. And, but like, so coaching is, is basically you get to ask yourself, okay, what area of my life right now do I want to like take a quantum leap and just have someone almost like, uh, like imagine you're being like jet skiing or whatever behind a boat or or on, on the water and you're just going so fast, that feeling of like just being pulled, you know, just being pulled to the next place. That's what coaching is like. And so it's like, could I do it on my own? Sure. But it's about the quantum. It's about collapsing time. It's about changing my reality in the time frame that feels good to me. And so why would I not want to bring another person into my life who has, you know, gone to the depths that I wish to go. And now they get to show me and teach me and bring along on their journey. And I get to have access to all of their leaps and bounds. And like when I pay for a coach, I'm not paying for the content in their course necessarily because you can have, you know, in the coaching industry, you could have a hundred different coaches basically talking about the same thing. Mm -hmm. I'm paying to access that person's energy. I'm paying to access Yes, 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 yes. And I mean, it's oh my pain God. you're investing in. Yes, exactly. And it's an exchange. It's an exchange. And, and it's not, you know, because people, I'm actually going live on Instagram to talk about this tonight, which is so funny, but people will, will want to know like, what's the right amount to invest? When's the right time to invest? And it's not about that. It's about you feeling the yes in your body and then like making it happen. And when it's the right person and the right person's energy that you desire to like be encapsulated by it's it doesn't matter the price you know money is ever flowing and you'll figure it out and you know whatever and this is also kind of a conversation for that whole money call that you do but money doesn't like to be stagnant money wants to flow and so i kid you not whenever i invest in a coach that money always comes back and more so it's like every, time. every single time it's crazy. And so, yeah, like, like, where do you, if, if you're listening to this and you're, you're wanting to invest in a coach and maybe no one around you is doing that. First of all, that doesn't matter. (laughs) And number two, like, where do you desire to be? Where do you desire to go? And is there a person that when you're in their space and when you're in their teachings and when you're in their energy, can they bring you there? Yes or no. And freaking run with that, you know? And, and, like a lot of people won't invest in coaches because it's uncertain. Like, like I don't want to invest in this coach because I don't know if I'm going to get my return on investment or, or what's going to happen for me at the end. 
you saying yes and being open to the transformation is literally half of the transformation. And that opens you up energetically to everything you're about to experience in the actual course. And like, without a doubt, like you will transform. It's just, you get to experience an energy exchange of someone who is at a separate energetic checkpoint from you. And just in being in their energy, like you will experience transformation hands down. It's amazing. I love it. I will forever have a mentor and mentors forever. <laughs> forever. Who? So you had a coach about money. Mm-hmm. You hired Melissa Martin, who's like a business coach. Like she helps yes. you kind of like get your get your ducks in a row. She's yes. really good at that. Yes. And then who else have you worked with? Like what other kind of coaches? Oh my gosh. So I, someone I just worked with recently and, um, she was more, um, we didn't really talk about this, but she was more of like a, a, the masculine kind of coach where she's more strategy and the do and how things are actually going to come together. And her name is Jen Kennedy. Um, on Instagram, you can find her, I believe it's the Jen Kennedy. And I actually just today invested in a year long coaching experience for all of 2022 with a woman named Ashay Sandara. And she is more of the feminine, the pleasure. She coach, she she matches business coaching with like intimacy and pleasure in your everyday life. And Ooh, so it's like, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I find myself being pulled to different people. And it's so cool because every time I invest in myself, that's that's just more I get to bring to my own business. Like that's just more that my own clients get to experience. So it's this constant evolution and it's really beautiful. Oh, I love that. So tell us now you have a course. It is yes. called the conscious hustle. Yes. This yes, was yes, yes. birthed out of all of the things you've learned over the last years about yourself. Mm-hmm. So what is it? Tell us about the conscious hustle. The conscious hustle. So this kind of was birthed coming from a highly toxic, like hustle culture mindset that I used to be in one where you have to work, you know, long hours, no weekends off, right? Don't take any days off in the month to reach your goal. You know, you have to sacrifice time with your loved ones. You have to sacrifice things that you love and just, you know, to, to get, to have success, you've got to work every day. You know, there might be times where it's not fun, where it doesn't feel good. And, you know, I've just learned in my own experience and through my own coaching business that I've started this year, that that's just the furthest thing from the truth, the fur- furthest, furthest thing. And how I realized that though, was learning about masculine and feminine energy, which is essentially yin and yang. Okay. And like yin and yang, masculine, feminine is the duality that's the dual energies that are within us all. And we live in a masculine dominant world. And what that means essentially is it's the energy of doing right, taking action. Uh, what's the next strategy, step? Money, next business. Strategy. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And there's nothing wrong with that. And that is necessary, right? But there's this other really, really beautiful side and it's the feminine energy, the yin of it all. And that is where the strategy, the action comes from. You can't have one without the other. And so, so many people will like be sitting and, you know, I don't know what to put on my Instagram. I don't know what working my business even really means. Like, I'm just going to do all of the things that these other people who are successful, I'm just going to do what they're doing because you know, that, that that's, that's what they're telling me to do. And that's got to be the answer. And in this all, and we kind of talked about this throughout the whole interview, but us, you know, not being taught how to listen to our in- intuition growing up. And in this world of hustle culture is that feminine energy is just completely disregarded. And the feminine energy is the intuition is you being able to feel your feelings and allow like 
the light essentially to be birthed from the dark. The feminine energy is death and rebirth, right? The feminine energy is you consciously taking a bird's eye look at your life and noticing things that aren't working for you, right? Like maybe you have a mentor who says, you know, this is how I reached this point in my business and this is how you're going to do it. Blah, 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 blah. You implement that and you wonder why it's not working for you. And so you tell yourself, well, maybe that's just for me, not for me. Well, what if it's not that your desire isn't for you? It's just you get to do it in a different way. And how you get to figure that way out is by going inward, right? Learning how to trust your intuition, learning how to hear it in the first place, and learning how to actually take action from the feminine energy, from you being you, healing you, healing parts of you. That's where the action and the strategy and all of that gets to come. And when we can have a balance of the two, we will have a a conscious hustle because it's one that feels good. It's one that is cultivated from your deepest desires, from your deepest knowing of what feels good, what doesn't feel good. And so the program, the conscious hustle is a seven week program. And I'm really excited actually, because I've never done a hybrid program. I have group programs and I have separate one-on-one coaching, but I'm kind of bringing the two together in this program. So anyone who is in it gets the group and also for the seven weeks gets to work with me one-on-one. And it is for the entrepreneurial woman who is wants to shift out of this old paradigm of sales being sleazy, of having to do things one certain way, of, you know, this cookie cutter business strategy that just, you know, she knows this doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel good. I want to do things my way. I want to, like, I want to sit in my feminine essence and I want to learn how to magnetize and and manifest my desires while, while also taking action in a way that feels good to me because I'm really clear on my values. I'm really clear on what I want, really clear on where I'm going. And because of that, like action just comes to me, it flows to me. And it's just like, you get to have this beautiful balanced business. And when I say balanced, I don't mean it's like perfectly balanced. I mean, you work and live through the ebbs. The ebbs are what shows you how to flow. And, you know, you'll get to a point where you're flowing and then you reach an ebb. And this ebb is what's going to bring you to a new energetic checkpoint. And then you, right. And so it's like, Mm -hmm. And so many people are just like work, 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 work. And then wondering why they're burning out, wondering why they're not achieving their dreams, wondering what, right? Like wondering why isn't it working for me? And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. There's this whole other beautiful side to it that is not being taught at least extensively enough, in my opinion, in the online entrepreneurial space. And I'm just so excited to, to bring that and to bring that into the, into the online space. Oh, it's going to be so good. And so when does that launch? December 7th. So it starts on December 7th. December 7th is the last day that you can register. Um, And it's every single Tuesday. We're going to hop on a Zoom call. It's going to be live. It will be recorded if you can't be there. And each week is a different module, if you will, in terms of masculine and feminine energy weaved into our business, but also our life. We're going to talk a lot about like relationships and boundaries and so on and so forth in personal life too. And then through the duration of the seven weeks, we get to be together one-on-one in Voxer and there's Voxer support Monday through Friday. And so this is specifically for women who either already have a business or are looking to start one. And we're going to move through, in addition to the Zoom calls, we're going to move through any fear, any blocks, any wounds that are there, right? That are hindering kind of your 
your movement and success. We're going to move through and figure out what you actually want. And, and in the seven weeks, you're going to leave feeling much, much more in tune with your business to a point where you can actually make moves in a way that like you came up with that. You came up with that. You're going to speak on Instagram, right? Cause I work with a lot of women who have businesses on Instagram. You're going to speak on Instagram from your actual voice. It's not going to be a regurgitation of everyone else in the industry. Right. And just have this beautiful ebb and flow consciousness with your life and with your business by the end of this. And I mean, I could talk about it all day because I'm just so excited for it. I'm so passionate about it. So um, amazing. And you still have space. So if people, yes. if people want to come and work with you best to find you on Instagram. Yep. Yep. So find me on Instagram. It's at Alaria Reed, I-L-A-R-I-A-R-E-E-D. Um, and just we'll shoot put it in our show notes as well. Just so everybody knows if you want information, yeah. just go look, click on our show notes. You'll yep. have a link to her Instagram on there and all of her information. Yes, yes, yes. And just reach out to me. Come. It's a party. I, I love, I love humans <laughs> and I love getting to interact with all of you guys. So yeah. Yeah. You have until December 7th and it's currently, you know, um, the way I work my courses is I have a kind of a price increase every week. And so it's the lowest price it's going to be right now. And that will increase as time goes on. And yeah, it's going to be awesome. Like let's, if you're, and, and here's the thing I will say is, um, I'm actually going live tonight. Although when this airs, it'll be probably already on my Instagram about like, when do you know when it's the right time to invest? And the answer is you already know what you're really asking is, am I going to get something out of this? And like, what I, what I can tell you is I can't tell you, yes, I'm the perfect person for you to work with, or yes, you know, this person is going to be better. If you're feeling an energetic pull, and if you are, then you would know if you're feeling an energetic pull, it's not the question of, is this the right time? Because it is, it's more so you've got to ask yourself, you know, what do I get to work through? So like this can actually happen for me. Um, Cause you, you, you know, like, you know, if it's right. And sometimes you do make the moves and you invest and in awesome. And sometimes there's other things that you need to work through before you can. Um, but if you're asking the question, like, is this the right time for me to invest? Yes. There's other questions that get to be asked. And so, yeah, yeah. And if you're listening and we get to work together, I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. Please go reach out to her. This girl is just like all heart and so much like, but also like all heart and hustle, but it's, it's like she said, it's a conscious hustle and it's just mm -hmm. been, it's been a real joy, like watching you evolve and like watching your journey. And I like mean this when I say like, thank you so much for giving us your time. Cause like time is such a gift. And the fact that you just like gave so much time to this show today. Like, I love you so much. And this has like lit me on fire. I'm so excited to like go and like put everything we talked about into like my business yes. and my life. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love you so much. I always have. I've always felt a connection to you. And for those that don't know, both Danielle and I have Scorpio and Sagittarius like in our sun and our rising and our moon. And so it's like, duh, of course we have this connection. <laughs> and it's, yeah. And I'm, it's crazy because I'm Sagittarius sun and moon. So like I'm all fire on the ends. Like my bookends are fire, fire, fire. And my rising is Scorpio. So like 
I love, I think that's even, like you said, that's even more why I love like chatting with you because you are Sagittarius rising. And so we Mm -hmm. kind of like juxtapose each other a little bit. Like I'm listening to you talk. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so in tune with like her feminine. And like, I could be more in tune with my feminine. Like I, it's just really crazy. Like when you, when you get with people that just like, you're, you just think you have synchronicity with, you know? Totally. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. You're amazing. Thank you again. And we will chat soon. Love you so much. Thank you so much, Danielle. Love you. I really hope every single one of you goes and checks out Alaria's Instagram. Uh, like I said, the link to that is in our show notes. Uh, go ask her about the conscious hustle. See if it's something that might fit with what you're working with right now. If it resonates with you, um, go work with her, go chat with her, go follow her. Uh, she really is an incredible human and she speaks with so much love and joy. Uh, I wanted to let you all know this podcast is now also available on YouTube. So if you're more of a visual learner and you want to watch the episodes, you can always go to YouTube and watch it. Um, and my YouTube channel is youtube.com slash Danielle McCleary. So you can always go onto YouTube and check it out. If this is working for you, that's awesome. Just keep listening to it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to share this episode with somebody who needs it. I think, you know, you just never know what's going to resonate with somebody and there's probably somebody out there that needs to hear what Alaria had to say today. So please share it. Um, And like I said, slide into the DMs, say hi. I'm Danielle underscore on the daily on Instagram and I'm um, on the daily pod is the podcast Instagram. We read everything and we're just really excited that you're here. Uh, I hope that wherever you are, you are having an amazing day and happy uh, Thanksgiving week for those of you who celebrate chat soon. See you Friday.